Hello, welcome back to Live Life Real. I'm so glad you decided to yet again sit down and have this discussion about practical application of biblical truth and wisdom to everyday life. James 1 5 simply says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, and he will give to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. I think one of the most important things we as Christian believers need to do is find community and be in community where we can have wisdom and receive wisdom. Obviously, all wisdom comes from God, and ultimately, if it's true wisdom, it will stand, because the Bible talks about the wisdom of this world and the wisdom of the demons, and how if it's not God's wisdom, it's foolish and not actually wisdom. But if we do not put ourselves in a community where we can receive wisdom, then how will we know what wisdom is? Yes, we can read the Bible. Yes, we can pray because God speaks through prayer and through reading his word. But he has also gifted people with wisdom. He has gifted individuals with a way with words to explain concepts and topics. And if we are not in community with people like this, then we cannot receive it and we cannot benefit from it. And we actually stunt our spiritual walk. So on that note, I've invited my friend Stephen today to talk to us and tell us some wisdom that he has earned, learned, or been given. So let's pay attention and take notes if we want, <laughs> because I sometimes do that and sometimes I don't, so it depends on if I want to. <laughs> but let's pay attention to uh, Stephen and the wisdom he has for us today. So brothers and sisters, um just kind of wanted to share a few words with you today. I think so much of what we see, uh, just in how kind of American Christians view God today, we've kind of lost, in some sense, an awe of God, a sense of wonder of who He is. And so uh, today I just wanted to talk about a little bit the story of Simeon in Luke chapter 2. Old man who had lived faithfully and obediently to God and... Through the Holy Spirit, God promises him that before he dies, he will see the Messiah. He will see the one God promised to come and redeem people. We see in Luke chapter 2, Simeon is, again, after a life of obedience and faithfulness to the Lord, goes to the temple and he sees the baby. He sees Christ. And as he goes to Mary and Joseph and as he holds Jesus in his arms... He says, Lord, thank you. I can now depart. I have seen with my own eyes your salvation. And that is enough. Simeon is content at that moment. He has beheld the Savior of the world with his own eyes. He doesn't have to see Jesus' ministry. He doesn't have to see the transfiguration or the death or the resurrection. No, he has seen baby Jesus. He has seen a glimpse of the Savior. And that is enough. And so my question to you today is just, what would it mean to you to visibly see the Messiah? To see the light of the nations, the glory of Israel, the one God had promised. You know, I think so many times 
you know, we, we look for the big things Jesus does. You know, we look for the healings he did, the transfiguration, dying on the cross. And, and those are great things. Those are mighty things. Those are the reason he came. But I wonder how many of us would be content the way Simeon was to just catch a glimpse of the Christ, the light of the world. As we go through life, as we kind of reflect and think about who God is and His holiness and how great of a friend He is, I would say just be content with understanding how precious Jesus is, to just cherish Him, to to be able to be like Simeon and to hold Him, to hold Jesus in your arms and say, just to even see you, just to even look at your face is enough. It's enough to bring me joy and contentment. I don't even have to see what you're going to do. I don't even have to see how great you're going to be or all the mighty things you're going to do on this earth and through your death and through your resurrection. It is enough to just gaze upon your face and know that you are Emmanuel. You are God with us. I'll kind of just finish up with this. Cherish Jesus. Have that sense of awe and wonder at just looking at him and seeing who he is and knowing that whatever he does, whatever he's going to do in your life, wherever he's going to lead you, it is good, it is enough. You might not know what exactly it is going to be that he's going to do, but again, it is enough. Thank you, Stephen, for your wise words. You may have just given me an idea or two for a conversation later. We will see. (laughs) Indeed, may we never lose awe of who God is and who Christ is and how much he impacts our lives and makes a difference in our lives. Before we go, as we always do, Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this beautiful day, this beautiful time. Me and my friend and Stephen have gotten together to discuss you and hear some words of wisdom that you have granted Stephen. I do pray that we will always maintain an awe and wonder of you, that we will never let what you have done in our lives fade away from our memory. May we never take for granted the sacrifice your son made on the cross so we may be in right relationship with you and we may be in communion with you again. But may we be like Simeon, always keeping you in the forefront of our minds and being content with the realization of who you are and how much you mean to us. May we go forth And may we act and live and speak in wisdom. And may we always keep you center. And all these things I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. I will see all of y'all later sometime. I need to come up with some more conversations. I have plenty of ideas for conversations for that we can have, but I just haven't had time to, you know, uh, <laughs> adequately prepare because I don't want to, you know, talk with you and have a conversation that's not actually know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I'll catch you next time. Until then, be wise. Bye.